is the Open Color Podcast. I am Corey Bullis. With me, as always, is Michelle Sheth. My partner is on assignment. <laughs> Working this evening. So he is not here. All right, so, Michelle, you're away this weekend. How was the relaxation? It was incredible. Lots of, lots of beaching and lots of sun and sand and a very necessary break from just life in general which was awesome you were gone was it friday uh, i saturday saturday yeah friday nah, i don't know i can't remember it was so long ago the go back the, two days yeah. ago yeah well the last two days have been well we don't need to talk about work <laughs> no no we do now don't, <laughs> don't be so vague <laughs> Uh, it's just been. I I wish I was back on the beach. That's all. Life's a beach. Life is a beach. That's why they have those on those uh, mugs. <laughs> yeah. If you get a commemorative "Life's a Beach" mug, so every time you take a sip, you can think of the beach and then how I, life uh, is. I do have my my generic beach going shirt that has uh, the sand and the water and a palm tree, and it says "Beach Please." So that's my. Oh, that's my I get, it's like a pun. Right, because because beach, right, <laughs> sounds a lot like sneege. You know the other one, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> beach, please. <laughs> uh, well, it's more fun than I had when I was sitting there playing with the baby and politely told that uh, it looks like my hair's thinning. Nice. That's that's what you want to hear. Yeah, that's uh, that's a good comment. That or stepping on the scale and seeing 175. When you're... <laughs> I don't have anything. Yeah, there's nothing there. I'm, wearing... I'm not wearing the shirt. Like you got you have to you have to do it after or be after you take the wet clothes off. That uh, uh or the holiday weight. Oh yeah. You gotta account for still, the holiday still, weight. Still carrying that a little bit. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so there was that. That's... But and then the only positive side is uh, when summer was gone on Thursday, up to see Grandma, and Grandpa. She came back with old Animaniacs toys. Yes. So awesome. been, she's been wanting to watch that. So that's having kids huge, is the best excuse job. to watch old cartoons. Yeah, absolutely. Because I figure that was what ninety, I think ninety three to ninety eight. So that's over twenty years ago. Yep. So right, right in our wheelhouse. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we feel that much older. And I... Uh, no, it doesn't hold up, but still. It's still entertaining. No. Uh, I've, yeah, I've watched a few things that I, I used to think was really good and uh, just doesn't hold up anymore. The, the most recent uh, attempt uh, or the most recent thing that I went to rediscover was The Power Rangers. Because they they're on Netflix now. Oh yeah, <sighs> that's bad. <laughs> that's that's bad TV right there. <laughs> Is it the spandex or everything? I, everything, everything except for the Pink Ranger was bad. <laughs> you know, even when I was a kid, I thought, really, the Black Ranger is the black guy. Yeah, that also. You don't need to do that. There's no reason. Any other, and then obviously the Asian Ranger is yellow. Uh, is yellow. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Or Asian <laughs> Yellow Ranger. <laughs> so, so bad. So you're um, telling us something. Yeah. But it was, yeah, it was, it was tough to watch. I thought I, yeah, it was just tough to watch. I can't even, there's like very, very few to zero <laughs> redeeming qualities in that show. Did and you then fire I, into it or? Oh, I watched like four or five episodes because I was like, no, it's it's just it's slow at the beginning. They're just finding out their powers, whatever. It did not get better, like at all, at all. And then uh, the Green I... Green Ranger making it? No, not that early, I don't think. No, that. no, I think he's like 10, 12 ep episodes in. But uh, I was thinking of skipping ahead and I just, I was like, nah, I'm okay. Not worth it. Not worth it. I used to really like the Power Rangers movie too with the... Yeah, I watched the shit out of that too. Yeah, and I remember, I think, 
I think I was, I must have been 10 because I'm pretty sure we were in Florida to go to Disney World and I just wanted to stay in the hotel room and watch that movie. And uh, I thought about maybe giving that a try again, but I, I just, I kind of don't want to ruin what it was. Yeah, got to keep those memories. Yeah. Keep, Did you keep... ever get around to watching the remake of the movie? No. Oh, wait a minute. I haven't. I don't think so. I, yeah, I don't think so. It's probably the same, I, I th- same reason, right? Maintain that. Yeah, exactly. Because you know it's just, yeah, you know it's just, it's not going to be the same characters. And uh, yeah, it's really, Pink Ranger was where it's at. And Kimberly. Than, yep, Kimberly Joe. <laughs> KJJ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's still going on too, but it's like Power Rangers... Maximum like Safari yeah, Force five <laughs> Samurai times two. I'm Rangers. the Rainbow. I'm the Rainbow Ranger. <laughs> it just encompasses all of them. All of them, yeah. <laughs> Although it shouldn't that be the White Ranger? Mm, black. White it has all colors. All <laughs> I don't remember really much about that. Like, did they have any? Like, they were in school, but did they have any school scenes? In no, 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 they, they just had, had the hallway. Uh, they had the hall, they had hallway scenes. They had so the hallway was when they were talking to each other in, right. in secret or in private, but like talking in regular voices and not whispering at all. Um, because if there's talking, one thing I learned about sitcoms in, is that when you talk to somebody in private, make sure that you're talking in regular voice five feet from somebody else, yeah, and uh, okay. always, always talking into their little watch device. Um, and then the other scene was the like cafeteria area and then the little gym area that was like attached to the cafeteria. So it was the they, cafe yeah, exactly. And uh, so that's where they would do. Yeah, that's where offering. Oh, what are the, the two? They're two kind of bullies in high school. I forget their names, but they would always go and, you know, get milkshakes spilled on them and try and be bullies and just end up, you know, flipping over a chair, whatever the case was. It was just so bad. I can't. They were bulk and skull. Yeah, that's right. Bulk and skull. (laughs) Those guys. Yeah, those guys. Farkas, bulk, bulkheimer, sorry, bulk beer, (laughs) and Eugene Skull, Skullovich. Of course. Of course, right? uh, They are usually the comic relief in the series. Uh, (laughs) through an over-the-top slapstick. Well, color me relieved that I am not watching it anymore. <laughs> their first appearance was Day of the Dumpster, Mighty River Power Rangers, and their last appearance was Samurai Forever in Power Rangers Super Samurai. Wow. They, right? They're the new Screech and Mr. Belding. Yeah, I mean, there's te- teen, they were teen and adults, both in the wow. show, so they came back as <laughs> adults. <laughs> on a kids Had program. Wow. Well, gotta keep the money coming. Yeah. <laughs> bills to pay. That's right. uh, speaking of bills to pay, let's uh, introduce a new segment. Well, it's new to the show, but old. If you old, follow the show, it's old hat. Old. Let's shoot. call this uh, these teas or what? What's on these tea t- this evening? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so oh, as keep uh, your as, tea. <laughs> as, uh, as some of you may know already from listening to previous podcasts uh, or watching them on here, uh, we have recently been in touch with a website called 80stees.com, and we've been able to hook our listeners up with a 30% discount on t-shirts. So I'm wearing one from the site right now. Sorry, audio listeners, you are not seeing me wear a t-shirt that makes me look like Raphael, the Ninja Turtle. Um, For a second there, I thought you were Raphael. I can't, right? Um, maybe maybe if plastic straws were cleared away 10 years ago, Raphael might still be with us. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but yeah, so Moment they... Moment of silence for Raphael. <laughs> so they... Uh, 80s Tees is a, it's a great nostalgic website uh, that has, of course, t-shirts from... Uh, or based on TV shows, movies, uh, just stuff that happened around the 80s. But it's not just TVs. Uh, sorry, it's not just tees. Um, they have 
just a bunch of stuff if you want purses and backpacks and hats and everything else um it's really great star wars stuff karate kid top gun um and yeah t-shirts superheroes video games pretty much anything you can think of uh and they also have some 90s and 2000s and stuff like that too so it's not just 80s tees but if you go to 80stees.com and pick out a few shirts or hats or whatever you'd like and in the coupon code area you can type in open collar 30 and get 30 percent off so get on that get some get some discounted tees yeah that was v's tees for this week these Sponsored by 80stees.com. 80stees.com. Celebrate your inner 80s kids with the raddest retro t-shirts and pop culture gear. It is a pretty great site. It's, uh, it's highly, rec- highly recommended. Absolutely. Highly recommend. All right. So I want to bring up this as our, I guess probably our main topic of discussion this evening. Um, this past Monday, Tuesday, or was it yeah, Monday, Tuesday, I think it was. We were, uh, I would say, I was going to say greeted, but we were we bore witness to the MLB All-Star game in the Home Run Derby. Right. So it was um, Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper. On the Home Run Derby. And on Tuesday, the game, I think it set like the highest scoring All-Star game. I think it was almost, what, 30 runs total or something yeah, like that? Yeah, it was insane. I can't remember the score, but it was crazy. But I guess the question is... I is like it, it. It's still an All-Star game? Like, yeah. Are we all well, over All-Star I, games? I... I really, I was actually talking to uh, to Emily about this this weekend, um, about why I like the MLB All Star Game more than I like any other All Star Games, and it's because it has, like, uh, no, well, it has dingers, but it has uh, consequences, kind of thing, right? Are they still doing that? I assume they are, where the winner gets the winning league gets uh, home field advantage for the World Series. Yeah. I think that's great because it just, it makes you, you can still have the dingers, you can still have the high scoring games, all that kind of stuff, but you're playing for something. So you're, you're still playing baseball. Whereas when you watch basketball and the score ends up being like 160 to 140 something, like it's not a real game. You're, there's no defense at all. There's no, you know, it's just uh, it's dunks and three pointers, which is the basketball equivalent to dingers, right? Um, for hockey, same sort of deal. Like it's there's no defense. Everyone's just going in and doing trick goals and all that kind of stuff. It sucks for the goalies because they're not expected to save anything, but they still are there. They're trying to do their job, but they can't because their defense is doing nothing. Um, but there's no consequence to the game, right? So it's just, it's for show. And then the past, I don't know how many years of the NHL All-Star Game where players don't want to go for fear of getting injured. And, uh, like, that sucks too. You're, you know, you want your best players on display at this thing. And I think that's where the MLB gets it right. Um, I'm still not sure. Are they Are they still doing, like, the stupid fan voting situation because uh, I think that's like that's just the worst well I think it's or excuse like, me, like, yeah, like any other sport it's the starters that get voted in the rest are all appointed right but, um, yeah I'm, I'm with you to a sense on, on all that but um, like I was listening to folks talk about it but um, similar to what the problems you have with the NHL Ulster game is you have folks who don't want to go because of fear of injury uh, a lot of guys don't want to partake in the home run derby because they fear of going cold after. Like, there's a lot of folks, I guess, who yeah. are on streaks, and then they, you know, they basically just they like they hit themselves out of for the rest of the year by hitting yeah. so many home runs during that. So, like, you're not getting the big stars. I think like the biggest star being Bryce Harper, obviously was, and he's the one that won, right? Well, he, I mean, he was also a huge star because they were playing at his home field, yeah. right? So that that also like, there's no way he wasn't going to be. Yeah, like, and they're saying the same hard. argument is with the NBA with the with their All Star Game, the dunk competition, is that you don't get the stars wanting to do that anymore. No, like, you don't have the Vince Carter or the Dwight Howard's doing it. You have the young guys where you know we've all seen it and it's all been done before. Yeah, 
and they try uh, to spice it up as much as they can and again no one really cares like every, everything's a 50 now even when it's not yeah it's uh, it's really ridiculous um i did see one thing on for the home run derby so i don't know if it was new this year or uh for the last like i didn't really watch it last year but um so it was a timed thing not the amount yeah, of I pitches. Saw that. mm-hmm. that's recent i'm sure um and then if you hit two home runs over 440 meters you got an extra 30 seconds at the end of your time to to rack up a few more diggers um so that's what uh, bryce harper did in the final in the final round he was way behind got his extra 30 seconds or whatever but the last like minute of his run he hit i forget something like 10 10 home runs or something but then a bunch of people were screaming foul because uh apparently the rule is uh so his dad was pitching for him and the rule is the pitcher cannot pitch the next or throw the next pitch until the ball from the last hit lands okay and so i guess what uh, what his dad was doing was just like pitching it he was as soon as uh he hit it bryce harper was like back ready to go and then he was getting pitched to again and that allowed him to make up a bunch of time um and that's what got him to you know 19 home runs or whatever he needed to win and so a bunch of people were like complaining about that i guess i watched his i watched the final round and i thought it was exciting because he was down by a bunch and uh and then the last bit was just like swing after swing was just like crazy long balls but yeah, I was, you know, I didn't, I didn't know the rules, so I didn't know that that was a thing. And I was like, holy shit, I can't believe he came back from being, you know, twelve home runs down to hit thirteen home runs in the next, you know, minute or whatever. But uh, I guess the only reason he was able to do that was because his dad was throwing them before he was supposed to. So like, that's that's a whole other thing. I don't think it's going to turn into, uh, you know, I don't think it's going to turn into. Yeah, exactly. I think it's more fans just being fans about it, or not fans of what is that? <laughs> not fans of uh, Bryce Harper are are the ones obviously screaming foul. Everyone else is like, "Hey, hometown hero, he did it." His dad was yeah. jacked. You see his dad? Yeah, insane. I was like, "Who is this guy?" Doesn't doesn't even look like him. No, he was huge. He thought yeah. he was like a pro wrestler or something. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, that was it. Was a fun one to watch. I I find uh, the home run competition one of the more fun of the All Star festivities. Like I I still like watching the slam dunk competition, but it's mm-hmm. you know like you said, it's all it's all things we've done or we've seen before, and it's tough mm-hmm. to really improve. Like until someone's dunking with their feet or something, you know, like it's they're getting marginally better if better at all um and then the all is fun but i'm i'm meh on it well the pro bowl i uh, see yeah, i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i don't watch football so i've never yeah. even you're thinking like maybe they do it right because they do it at the end of the year so no one really cares it's in hawaii it's in the same spot all the time people can just throw it on tv if they want to watch it or yeah absolutely you know you always have to have host cities and make a big deal of all-star weekend and then make a big deal of people not going. But yeah, it's true. Yeah, and, I think that, season, that happens more often than not, is there's more of a big deal of who's not going than yeah. the event itself. And it's never like middle of the season, right? It's always like, you know, the second half of the season when people are starting to make playoff pushes and, yeah. and stuff like that. And it's like, well, yeah, obviously you're not going to want to injure yourself with two months left in the season when you're when you're like on the border and trying to win a playoff spot, you'd rather save yourself. Even if it's one game, you'd rather save that one game for, for a regular season one that actually means something. It seems like baseball is probably the easiest sport to do that with. Um, Cause you know, there's no contact. No, exactly. So you just stand out and left deep left for some <laughs> <Deep> people. <left. laughs> just wait to see if a ball comes your way. But yeah, and the, then just, uh, sorry. No, I was just going to say, and then just don't catch it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Um, 
Yeah, because with the way they have the All Star Game set up now for hockey, is it's you can't really make it worth anything because it's by division. Yeah. Um, the the it's the gimmicky three on three, which I guess some people like. I'm not. I don't care. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not for it unless I'm playing, uh, like video game three on three. I don't like that's it. That's where it's at. Yeah, that's right. Well, like we said about esports, so at some point that probably will what it will be. It'll be all three on three. Just three on three, <laughs> just people, three guys sitting there with the controllers. When's my turn? Because he, yeah. he only plays you guys. Pass it, pass it. Uh, okay, so uh, I got some news articles here. Before we before we move on, do you want to touch on the the Toronto Spurs? trade yeah that was gonna be oh, one of my articles so um yeah demar derosa traded san antonio along with Jakob portal and a protected first round draft pick for Kawhi leonard and denny green i hate it i hate it the um i think sportsnet had a poll i, I saw it was six thousand votes it was 50 50 how like uh, i just i hate this trade so much hate so much about this trade chooses to be exactly um and then it got even worse like i so originally hated the trade like i like Kawhi leonard too i i think he's a great player you say he's I, like like what top five at least in the yeah, league yeah oh no in terms of player he's a great player he's just an like an excellent all-around player great defensively great offensively he's really good i just hate that he's an asshole De- that, well yeah um but the like demar Derozan has been the face of Toronto for a long time, right? The Yeah, the pretty past. much since Carter was gone. Exactly. And and like he has said over and over and over how much he loves being in Toronto, how much he wants to be the guy to take Toronto somewhere. Yeah. Um and then I guess what the the morning that the trade became official, uh he shot out a Instagram story and it was basically like you know they tell you you're not going anywhere and then they trade you like they told him yeah you're you're set you're safe here you know mm-hmm. we want to we want to roll with you and we want to do this with you and then to to trade him away is brutal and then on top of all of that uh reports came out like the next day being you know where Kawhi Leonard was like yeah like i don't have a lot of interest playing in Toronto yeah no. so then you're you're really like you're getting a a better player for sure, except who only played I think sixteen games last year, Something thirteen like that, or sixteen yeah. games, um, because of an injury. So you're just kind of banking on him, like bouncing back and being the same player he was two years ago, uh, which will probably happen. That's fine, but uh, you're trading away someone who like really, really, really wants to be there, and really, really like puts everything into it for someone who apparently has no interest being there and who you're not even sure like what you're really getting uh yeah i just i hate it i i don't like it at all so do you hate it i kind of hate it like a lot (laughs) yeah so you are you're you're gambling a guy who's just coming off essentially a a full season due to injury uh because of his attitude when he came back he was not allowed to play during the playoffs um you knowingly took a guy who wanted to be here who is just what second year into a new extension with DeRozan and has yeah. like has the the entire Toronto fan base behind him yeah so you have that you come off your franchise's best performance in terms of uh regular season setting a record um okay playoffs one thing lost to lebron lebron's gone now yeah so there's that you fire your coach of the year uh (laughs) like this has Um, been a it's it's like a very very few good things to say about toronto's off season yeah the flip side you could say if you want to compare the two in terms of defense Kawhi's a lot better derozan was one of the worst defensive players this league yeah um but again at the same time he wanted to be here and you know he's a guy gonna... who doesn't want to yeah like so it, it best case scenario to... is he signs a contract medium case scenario is he plays and then is gone 
And then you get a big hole to fill again. And worst case, well, he's not going to sit out the year. He's going to lose no. $80 million, but still, you just disrupt your whole room, though. Especially if you have a guy who does not want to be in that room. Yeah, he has one year country. left on his contract. So, like, what, you know. He's going to, if he doesn't want to stay, he's playing to pay uh, to play somewhere else. Exactly. Which, you know, might help out the team. But I feel like the only way he stays is if they win and he thinks they can win again. But, I mean, like, you got the Warriors, the Rockets, and the Lakers in the West. Like, one of those three teams is winning. It doesn't matter who comes out of the East. Yeah, so it's now going to be Golden State, Golden State, or I, th- I think Golden go- State. Yeah, and it's you know, okay, fine. They they finally cross that hump of getting past the third round and getting into the finals, but then they're still facing a team that they won't have a chance of beating. So it's uh, and then. And then, yeah, if he's gone, then you you just gave away, uh, you know, your franchise player for nothing. Someone who's here for a year, and then like, what are you gonna get for him? <clears throat> and a draft pick. And a draft pick. First round draft pick, and it's protected. So I it's, think I heard that it's yeah. If they finish, if they're last, it's twentieth. Uh, so it's like 20th. if they pick between one and twentieth, they keep it, uh, and then San Antonio gets two second rounders. If they finish yeah. twenty, if it's the twenty first or whatever pick, then send in twenty first. But yeah, it's uh, I don't know. I like we'll have to see how it plays out. But as of, <laughs> as of right now, tomorrow you're like you can't get past LeBron with Toronto, <laughs> yeah. and now you're going to play in a conference with him in Golden State. Yeah, he's gonna be like, come on, guys. <laughs> oh, okay. Keep it with the. Uh, sports theme here and related to apparently uh, I really, uh, sorry uh, I was saying I, I read a thing uh, earlier that uh, there's a summer league thing going on in a in a few yeah, weeks yeah where Popovich is the coach and <laughs> DeRozan and Kawhi Leonard are going to be there as players so that should be fun everyone's like yeah Kawhi's not showing up for that <laughs> oh why would you exactly all right, so next uh, little bit here. So again, related to what we just talked about, I think a couple weeks ago. So um, Serena Williams lost the women in final in uh, what was probably one of her most lopsided defeats in her career. Lost to the eleventh ranked Angelique Kerber in straight sets, six three and six three. Again, this is someone we complained about or was complaining about her seeding made it to the final. Yeah, what was the problem? Oh, I don't. I, <laughs> I think the I think the problem was just her airtime, not airtime, but um, you know, like uh, like we talked about, it was just if you're not in the top kind of five or ten, you're not playing the night matches on center court. Yeah, and you know that's it's uh, it's tough because those ones have almost a guaranteed like set time where it's going to happen mm-hmm. whereas the day the day ones are it's like all right well when this match finishes this one's going to start and uh, you know because of that i don't know i think she had mostly like primetime games anyway and even if she wasn't playing on center court there was cameras where she was playing and they obviously showed her matches over whatever else was happening but i'm sure that was like yeah i don't I, just like we said too it's like we don't she doesn't have a she's not gonna have an issue getting to the finals or even getting the win had she won it was just you know it was just that her was road, it as easy for her <laughs> yeah yeah except that it really was <laughs> yeah I know. on paper it, it it seemed like it wasn't uh yeah yeah, I don't know. It's uh, when you're that good, it, 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 it doesn't matter who you're playing. Yeah, yeah. I, but I think yeah, I think for her it was more just being used to playing center court at a set time, like a specific time. Because I don't think she's not played like uh, you know evening matches or or whatever ever. Yeah, <laughs> like ever even even when she started, they were like, yeah, this girl's gonna be awesome. Um. The yeah, her loss was pretty surprising. I I didn't get to watch that one, um, 
I was still bitter that Federer had lost uh, just before the semis. That was a that was a tough one to watch. Uh, there was just a, there was a lot of fun, more fun stories, I guess, on the men's side. Uh, there was one match. I think it was Isner and Anderson had like a seven hour long marathon because at Wimbledon there's no tiebreak for the fifth set, so you just have to win by two. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, and it they just kind of, they racked it up and it uh, it just took forever. And then that person had to play Djokovic in the finals, and it was Anderson, and Anderson got smoked, Mister Anderson. <laughs> um, <laughs> but nice. like you know that that was a fun story. Uh, the guy who beat Federer, like he came back crazy hard. Federer, I think, was one point away from winning the match in straight sets, and you know he just the guy got to got his serve back and just kind of came back and then won a bunch in a row um and then federer was having a bunch of issues with the crowd and with the refs and stuff but then he still came out on top so the the guy's side was a lot more fun to watch and and hear about but again that kind of goes back to you just assume that serena williams is gonna plow through everyone so it's less of a surprise i guess yeah, I would have been more surprised if she didn't make the final, to be honest with you. Yeah, if, yeah, if she didn't make the finals, I that would have been very surprising, I think. And another surprising news. Um, so Ray Emery passed away on yeah, Sunday. Yeah, that's crazy. Drowning in uh, Hamilton. He was 35. When I first saw it, I thought it was a joke. I, I, exactly. Usually on Twitter, anyone dying is usually fake. And the source at the time, I think, was sportingnews.ca. No offense to them, but I didn't think that was a real site. I've never <laughs> heard of it before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like it's like a TSN ripoff. Sports yeah, exactly. News. That was, yeah. yeah I haven't I heard any, any, any follow-up about a post-mortem or anything, but uh, I don't know what. I'm not going to speculate on what happened, but yeah, shocking nevertheless. Yeah. The, yeah, the things I read was he was just out on a boat with some friends. They went swimming. Everyone came up, and he didn't. And... You know, that's, uh, I think, that's all the information they're still at right now. But uh, just crazy. Like, I don't know. He, I haven't, this is the first I've heard of Ray Emery in probably three, four years. Yeah, I, think the la- I think the last time he was kind of in the news was when he punched his coach or assistant coach or something. Or fiance. Or something, you know, just someone. Um <laughs> He's always that guy's always punching people. Oh, old punchy. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that's just crazy. Yeah, he'll forever be known around here with his white Hummer, his orange Lamborghini, and his helmet. Having, <laughs> yeah, his helmet with Rocky on it when he was in Philly. Was, he had Mike Tyson when he was here. He was, yeah, after, after he came starter. Yeah, I think it was Ali before that. And then that's right. And then, uh, and then it's oh, he also with... had Rocky on it when he was in uh, Philly. Philly. Um, and then his fight with what's his name there, Tucker. Biron. He fought with Biron. How's the big Oli fight that happened? Yeah, I think he fought with Bergratton in practice. Didn't he fight with a player though? Was it Tucker? Someone on the Leafs. Yeah. I think so. It's usually Tucker. Yeah, it's usually Tucker. Um, I just I there's there's one picture. I think it was the marty brown fight where the picture is just him with like just the biggest smile yeah. on his face he's just so happy that he's that finally he gets to yeah that he <laughs> finally gets to get into a fight uh i love that picture of him and i think i'll remember most uh is uh having to make sure that the right girl got the right tickets for that when he was at the box office <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, the uh, one that was supposed to be in the hundred level got the two hundred level. Whew, look uh, out! He's coming Can I for get you. Security <laughs> to the box office, please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, then obviously he got his cup with the Blackhawks. Yeah, I'm glad he did. That was he. It would have been nice for him to to win the one when he was with Ottawa, but they couldn't do it. Uh, we'll do a, a quick, um, I was going to introduce this with Ryan, but I'll do it now just because we're talking about, uh, that, uh, 
win place show. So best second, third, uh, last 25 years, Canadian franchise. I would say in the last five years, just based on performance. Um, I know Montreal won a cup in, in 93, but I'd say it's got to be Ottawa. Montreal give is place for uh, the cup win. And then I'd say Vancouver's those three franchise last 25 years. Yeah, I, I'd have to agree. Um, just the the stuff that Ottawa did in the, you know, mid 2000s to like, uh, even early like from 2003 to 2013 kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like they were, they were good. They won president's cups. They won Eastern conference uh, championships. They, you know, were a few games away from winning the cup. They had a, a bunch of, you know, crazy good players, crazy good lineups, you know, I at, think it was like 12 seasons in a row playoff appearances. And like, even then, that was, know, yeah, that was 98 that was to 2000 like, or something. This, this coming year, but like even then, like, like, uh, of Spezza, Alfredson, and Fisher, like, who were they during those runs, right? Yeah. Uh, and uh, it was, it, it just, it sucked because they never really got to have a, uh, a few bad years to, to rebuild, right? Their rebuild years were always followed up by, you know, yeah. a, a pretty good cup run. And then everyone's like, all right, they're back. We're, you know, we're going to win it this year. And then it would go down. It was just like up and down for so long. Um, whereas a team like Toronto has, you know, they, they're going to be very good. They've had a, a lot of good pickups and a lot of good picks and, you know, have been able to build a better and better team every year for the last five years. Whereas Ottawa has been like, all right, we made the playoffs, but we lost. Okay, now we didn't make the playoffs, but you know, we we didn't get a, a good enough pick to, or we yeah. didn't finish badly enough to get a good pick. And the and then the next, yeah, and then the next year they again they make the playoffs but don't do well. So then they get another kind of low low end first round pick, or they trade away their first round pick just to try and make the playoffs. It's like, well, is that really worth it? Unless you're winning like, the cup. Yeah, unless you really have drafted well, they just unfortunately, in some instances, like a like a dig. Yeah, uh, doesn't work out here. Yeah, or Yashin. But you get like gems, like you know Phillips, or you get late picks like uh, Alfredson. Even um, was Carlson? I don't think he was in top ten. Maybe he was like fifteenth. No, he was, uh, yeah, or like 13 or something. Yeah, like first uh, top half at least. And then you have Montreal, where again, you know, they won the Cup 93, constantly making the playoffs, not making the playoffs for a couple of years. And now, I guess kind of yeah. all three are in the same boat, even Vancouver too, right? Yeah, well, Vancouver, it was, you know, they're the, the main reason... Uh, like you know, I'm a I'm a Canucks fan for sure, and I love the the Ottawa Vancouver game that gets played here because I get to see my two favorite teams. Now it's kind of less so because the the players that I really liked on the Canucks were the Sedins and Luongo, and I mean, how can you not like them? You know, they're yeah, they're great ambassadors for the game. They're fun to watch on the ice. They're I mean, the Sedins are pretty low-key off the ice, but Luongo's just hilarious off the ice. And, um, you know, they're the ones I wanted to see. And then once once Luongo left, once the Sedins retired, uh, I was kind of like, well, who am, I, who am I really watching, you know? And before, I never had an issue staying up for their, you know, 10, 10 p.m. game starts. And staying up till one o'clock to watch their games, but now I'm like, well, it's not really worth it. Um, but uh, when they had all three, like they were excellent. And then early on, when they had uh, Pavel Bure, Trevor Linden, like they were good teams. They just never kind of made it. No, they're always the bridesmaids. But yeah, I, I I would agree with those three picks for sure. Like Ottawa's definitely had the best past 20 years 25 years um 
definitely not the last five years. But yeah, that was more up and down the last. Yeah. Last yeah. Time. But uh, I mean, you can't deny that they were a great team for the last for ninety five to twenty fifteen. Yeah, definitely ninety five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or no, that was not ninety two, ninety three. I think it was. Yeah. But that was uh, a full shit. But like, yeah, yeah. not not ninety eight to twenty twelve, twenty thirteen area. Yeah. You know, they they were just getting better and better and better. Uh, they peaked obviously in in oh seven, and then started to go down again. But they were never like out until recently. <laughs> Yeah, I think the problem with you know with the, with the realignment, East got a little bit harder with you know the extra two teams and yeah. I'll see what happens here. Um, how are we doing for time? All right, we're at, we're at forty one. All right, uh, we'll just save some sports stuff uh, for next time. Let's go quickly yeah. into uh, some of the entertainment things. Uh, Comic Con started today. Officially. Yeah. Uh, anything you're looking forward i'd say to see but we're not there so read about. <laughs> read about uh well i saw that marvel tweeted out a picture of uh the x-men logo and i got really excited but i don't think it actually... i realized it's yeah 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 um, <laughs> it's fox's marvel yeah i was like oh, come on but uh i did see that comcast is stepping away i was just from gonna say deal. so next year's so, comic-con look yeah, at there's it <laughs> things uh and then i saw that i don't know if this was it's not i don't think it was at comic-con or anything but uh playstation is releasing a a spider-man themed ps4 uh alongside the game so shut up and take my money yeah pretty much uh it's a ps4 pro uh red and black spider-man logo on the oh no red with a white spider-man logo i think with a red controller with white buttons uh it looks amazing i really want it obviously yeah obviously i can't obviously i'm not gonna be getting it but i think i will be getting the game uh, i think it drops september early september yes. september seventh or something yeah so uh maybe it'll be a nice anniversary present for you <laughs> <laughs> ashley <Maybe>. if you're listening. <laughs> isn't uh well <laughs> What are we? We're six years, eight years, eight years. Eight years? That's the that's the Spider Man anniversary. Yeah, right? yeah. the the Spider anniversary. Yeah, first is paper, and eight is Spidey. Yeah, exactly. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm curious about. Um, so I don't know if you heard, but you know DC's doing their own streaming service. Yes, eight bucks so a month. So they dropped the first. Yeah, hold on. Yeah. Uh, they dropped the first uh, trailer for Titans. I don't know if you saw that today. I didn't see it, but I read that uh, that Robin is pretty dark and well. Brooding. He says "f Batman" right there in the, in the trailer. Uh, <laughs> the trailer didn't sell me, but I'm still curious. Yeah, there's. But the thing with the DC's universe is um, it's subscription for both TV or shows and also their comics. Oh, okay. So. so and I guess whatever else they're working on, because then you also get uh, their past properties. I think, like the Batman animated series, and um, I think the CW shows or whatnot. Ooh, the CW those. shows would be a nice addition because they're, yeah, they're actually supposed to, supposed to uh, explain more about that uh, as they. Uh, well, I guess obviously at the event itself, but we'll yeah. see. Um, yeah, not too much. I think in the way of now, you know, Marvel Studios is not really there. I guess the you talked about before the Spider Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. Yeah, that might be. I think the only thing worth is I don't care about Venom. No, I I mean I'm I'm like I'm sure I'm I'm sure we're gonna see it, but it might not uh, be opening day. No, you know, even I, opening weekend. I yeah, I would say a Tuesday, a couple of two, yeah, <laughs> to the or a couple of Tuesdays after. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, like I, I I mean, I haven't really had a lot of time to check on it, but I, I probably will keep up with it more now. We'll see. Yeah, I guess, you know, wait for the surprises. I think that's really yeah. the only thing to do for it. Exactly. I think there's no Star Wars, no Marvel Studios. 
we'll see. It's uh, how long does it go until Sunday? Sunday. So yeah, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. That's right, or Saturday. <laughs> Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking of the Marvel thing, uh, did you ever get a chance to see Ant Man and the? I Wolf? did. It was. Uh, I I actually enjoyed it. I I thought it was. Uh, very all the things that I liked about Ant Man one. I I really liked about Ant Man two. You could have watched the first one twice, and it would have been the same. It would have been yes, very similar. Um, I the the one thing I'd say I I didn't love about this movie was how kind of um, how just kind of haphazardly they were shrinking and making things bigger. You know, like um, just throwing throwing yeah. things making them big throwing things like being small all the, like it was just it was kind of too much and too um convenient i guess mm-hmm. you know everything was they never missed it's like batman and his batarangs how many do they have those pieces? yeah exactly <laughs> and like how does one of them not just kind of go off accidentally while they're getting punched or something um oh yeah i will hey. say I, I will say one thing um I don't. I spoiler alert. I guess, or we. I well, cannot say it. I'll just well, say this: Ant Man had a historic second Friday drop. In oh yeah, box office. So people who saw it have already seen it. So. Exactly. Okay. So I want to say that first, uh, like mid credit scene. Yeah. Was amazing. I think it was one of the best uh, mid credits that I've I've ever seen. Because uh, there's stakes in those. Yeah, just I when it happened, it it like actually surprised me because I didn't go and get spoiled on it before. But um, that was huge. I like I full out audibly gasped when it happened, and it just made me so excited for uh, Avengers Four. Like I, I figured out what's gonna happen. Yeah. Um, but like that hasn't happened. I don't think I've had a an audible gasp moment like that since. All right. Well, I guess it wasn't that far, that long ago. But uh, May when uh, Thanos. No, no, like... Yeah. No. <laughs> um, Vulture Vulture's reveal in Homecoming, um, and then before that, I really can't remember when I was like, "Holy shit, that just happened." Um, oh, when when, I, he, when he's in the car and pieces it together. Definitely. Yeah, no, no. When uh, when he oh, goes that, oh, to, yeah, when he goes is, to Liz's, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, that other like, reveal. Like, yeah, like I can't believe that happened. But uh, with this movie, like I can't believe that. Like it just got me so excited for. I was already excited for Avengers Four, mm-hmm. and then that just made it uh, it so much more. And I thought it was a very good reveal, uh, or very good. Um, yeah, I guess reveal yeah. <laughs> or you know continuation of, of whatever yeah. it was. It was incredible. Um, the rest of the movie, yeah, just it's it's Ant Man, you know, one point five, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with a Marvel movie not being like you know full stakes end of the world situation every single time. Yeah, this that... one's this one's nice. It's light. It's fun. Yeah. It's enjoyable. Yeah, I didn't mind either, and yeah, it was a very ser- serviceable sequel for their their telling of you know Scott Lang's story. Yeah. I on the end, um, I'm on the opposite end. I think after Infinity War, and knowing how long we have to wait for the next one, I would, I guess, I like my stakes with <laughs> with <laughs> the meat. Than, yeah, <laughs> some meat on those T bones. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like, I guess you know it's nice to have the lighter tone versus the dark Infinity War, but I like dark. Like that's why we're friends. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, no, it was it was it was a nice movie. It is yeah, very I, much. Yeah. The, I think the first I one. yeah. I think I I just I like that. Um, like the beats were the same too. Like you had Michael Pena doing his you know oh, fat, that fast talking amazing. I thought that was I. I was kind of hoping there would be more of Harris those. business. I think uh, I think there was a, two or three in the first one, yeah. and just just the one in in this one. But I really I was, enjoyed it. I was listening to another podcast, and they said 
that you listen like to other podcasts absolutely where do you think i get my stories from How dare you? <laughs> um no uh guy was saying um that marvel should pay him like any amount of money to have him recap the last 10 years of the marvel cinematic universe telling it just like that with all the actors with that have his voiceover oh really <laughs> he's like if people if marvel's not thinking of doing this now they should do it just have him go over like explain every movie but have like the actors Acted yeah. out while he, his voice. Uh, Can you imagine amazing. the amount of money would, and time it would take to get everybody together just to do that? That would be the best four hours ever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, the, the story was basically yeah, Ant Man Second Friday drops seventy five percent. It's a new record yeah. for <laughs> for Marvel <laughs> passing uh, Age of Ultron and Civil War. That's on their Friday. They also dropped sixty two percent. It's also the largest second we can drop for a sequel within the marvel universe uh, passing iron man 2 uh no sorry it joins the same drops as the first guardians incredible hulk spider-man homecoming and captain america the first avenger yikes yeah that's all right it's also with along with those ones to not repeat at number one in the box office yeah they're not uh they're not really hurting for stuff well it's it's also bleeding uh repeat business because they said it, it may if it's lucky make the same box office return as the first as, one yeah i saw so that i saw that that it, that it might tie we don't have ant-man and the wasp and the mosquito <laughs> i don't know <laughs> ant-man and the wasps <laughs> or maybe there isn't one uh okay well i got others things nothing's we can save that for another day since we ran a little bit longer than I thought we would, to be honest with you, which is yeah. good. It's all right. Okay, so I will wind it down with a feel-good story here. Titled, Judd, Judd, Judge, <laughs> take two, Judge orders dangerous pit bull to spend summer in the Hamptons. Yeah. All right. Think of this one. A Manhattan judge has ordered a dangerous dog, in quotes, living <laughs> in a Chelsea condo to summer in the Hamptons until a case filed by the owner of a Havanese, which is a uh, breed type of a Bichon, who was attacked by the pit bull, can have a full hearing in court. So, going upstate until your court date. That's standard. Yeah, right. Uh, the judge said, Luna, the dog at issue, will remain in the Hamptons through September 12th. Uh, Justice Joan Madden ruled to, uh, Tuesday, well, last Tuesday, because it got last week, noting that the during that week before and after, Luna must be muzzled on the block of West 18th Street between 9th and 10th Avenues. A hearing set for September 18th will determine if Luna meets the legal definition of a dangerous dog, which would require the pit bull to be permanently uh, pit bull to permanently wear a muzzle and could mean she could be put down if she bites another pet or person. What? Vivian Liu, who lives in Luna's Chelsea condo with her eight-pound Havanese Kinji sued last week to have Luna declared dangerous after the hulking pit bull <laughs> savaged her purse-sized pup last year. After the attack, which was caught on video, Luna continued to lunge and snarl at Kinji, the suit says. The judge met with the lawyers in court and worked out the creative settlement that keeps the two dogs apart by sending Luna to her owner's summer home. So this dog is pampered, but she's still a bitch. No pun. Intended. <laughs> We volunteered since we're spending the summer in the Hamptons anyway to keep the dog there. Oh, oh that's convenient. Uh, <laughs> there's been no other bites, no other contact with people or dogs since the June 17th dog fight. We have no intention of backing down. This is uh, the lawyer for Kinji. Nothing right. has nothing. This nothing about this is vengeful. It is simply they cannot control the dog. If there's an incident out in the Hamptons, they will pick her up. They will seize her and they will hold her. And they will seek an order of destruction. Wow. Rosenthal said, noting that the Long Island has stricter regulations on aggressive dogs than New York City. The suit marks the first time an owner has gone to court in New York to get a canine labeled dangerous instead of the usual route of asking the health department to make such a de declaration. Lau, or Lou, sorry, had gone to the department to complain about Luna, but got no response. The health department spokesperson said, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> Dog bites another dog and gets to go spend the summer in her summer home, which she was doing anyway. That's I gotta start biting dogs. 
Right? You can go to the Hamptons. You get a nice restraining order put on you. If you bite somebody else, you get destroyed. That's totally worth. It's worth the summer in the Hamptons. Doesn't it just sound worse? Other than say, like you know, dogs euthanized or put down, they have to say destroyed. Yeah, that just sounds not nice. Not nice. Um, Did you? I did you hear about the? There was a moose on the highway. The moose was on the loose. The moose was on the loose. Speaking of destroyed. Yeah, they, they had to euthanize the moose too. That's See, like there in that brutal. story. They said euthanize. Yeah, well, it makes it's... like making things bigger than they actually are. That makes me like think they're gonna like put like, like light like a firework or something, or yeah, like just blow just up the dog. TNT all around it, <laughs> and then be like, all right, like a building going down. <laughs> yeah, or like an itchy and scratchy episode. <laughs> yeah, man. All right, the moose is on uh, the loose. The moose is on the loose. Um, that's it. Done. Done. One more. One more thing. The big reveal, tech reveal ish. Um, oh yes. Yeah. So the science for, experiment. Yes. For the, we'll see how long it lasts. Actually, I've a. So far, I'm I'm not loving it, but it's only been today's, a few hours. Yeah. Today's Thursday. I'm surprised this wasn't already canceled. Yeah. Um. So as uh, as most of our listeners, uh, know. I haven't ever used an iPhone full-time as my main device, but I have now officially popped my SIM into my iPhone 10 and will be using it for the next... Well, I'm, I'm going for until the end of July. So that's uh, 11 days, week and a half-ish. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how long it lasts. So far, it's been uh, only okay to kind of terrible it took me <laughs> uh it took me almost an hour to pair it with my smartwatch uh that's not an apple product um that was a little frustrating but it seems to be paired properly um everything else has been working fine i've had the phone for a while so it's already paired up to other bluetooth speakers and uh and my Chromecast and all that kind of stuff. So that's so far, that's fine. But I will have more thoughts on my uh, at least a week with the iPhone next week, and we'll see. We'll see how that goes. How do you think it's gonna go? Uh, I think I'm. I'm. I am going into it with an uh, with an open mind that I want to. I want to get to the end of July, and I'm not gonna just nitpick little things. But just the uh, big things. Just the big things. But that's how it should be. I'm not gonna I like I could spend days picking apart little things about it, but it's gonna be issues that most people don't have anyway, or will find workarounds for. Mm-hmm. Um but uh so far just that one big thing where I couldn't it took me a, like a uh, like I said, a, almost an hour to to connect it to my watch, which shouldn't have taken that long. Um but everything else has been working fine. I'm trying to get used to a few things, the keyboard um, and uh, and the fact that it stops pairing with things after a certain time of me not leaving the app open, which is really frustrating, um, which sucks because I think I'm going to have to keep opening up the, the Wear OS app just to make sure it's still talking to my watch. Um, but yeah, that's. I mean, as of right now, it's all smartwatch-related issues, which, again, is a problem for the minority of iPhone users. Yeah, so does your app, does, does your Apple Watch stay connected all the time? Regard, yeah, because it's a yeah. iOS, like it's a native app, right? So it do. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's that's what's up. We'll see how long it actually lasts, but I'm I'm gonna make it. To at least next Thursday, and then we'll go from there. If I have another few more days in me, it's like a detox. Yeah, checking in on you, make sure you're breathing. I'll still, I'll still have my Android phone with me though, so I won't be, won't be too far away. Hey, you want to hear a bad dad joke? Yes, I do. I love bad dad jokes. <laughs> I do prefer uh, good dad jokes, but no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. They're, they're they're bad because they're good, or they're good because they're bad. Yeah, one or the other. So, Michelle, did you hear I bought some shoes from a drug dealer? No. Why would you do that? 
Uh, I don't know what he laced them with, but I was tripping all day. Oh, oh we need that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's Open Collar for this week. Follow us socially, facebook.com slash opencollarpodcast, twitter.com, instagram.com at opencollarpod. Live stream us like some of you are doing now, youtube.com slash govnc. For Michelle Shett, this is Corey Bullis reminding you to keep it casual. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.